Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Steve. I really appreciate the invitation. Um, if somebody invites you to his pulpit, it means that he believes in your ministry. Hallelujah. He wasn't forced to invite me. Uh, it was out of his own uh, willingness to invite me to come. Hallelujah. And I do not take it lightly at all. I really appreciate it. Um, for some of us, we are just sold out for the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, wherever God calls us to minister, we are willing to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. And uh, God bless you. Also for mommy. Yamin shall be Also for mommy, Jessica. Yamin shall be God bless you for all the things that you do for the church and for the man of God. God will definitely bless you. Amen. Amen. Um, these um, people have been a blessing to me. Um, I always say it when we're going to start. You know, we're going to do the Elmina, Elmina Church. They are going to commission their, their auditorium this Saturday. And um, when uh, the pastor sent me the, the, the flyer, he sent it this morning. Then I remembered our conversation at that park. You see, I visited Pastor one time, and he says, "Let's take a walk." So we were we were walking, and I was telling him about how God wants us to go and um, start a church at Elmina. I think he's one of the first people I told, I spoke to about Elmina. Uh, some people, when I told them, they were like, mm, "Let's go to Cape Coast." But when I said Elmina, he says, "Let's go. Don't worry." He says, "You will do." And I remember the statement. He says, "You will go to Elmina, and it will work." Yeah, I remember it so well. So God bless you for that apostolic direction. Um, the church is flourishing by the grace of God. They, and you see, it worked because they were just helpers. You know, when you go to a place like Elmina, it's tough. We will give you money to actually build a church. But because God had called us to do that Elmina church, there was help from, from, from various places. And the church has been built. There are churches that have started and they've not even been built in Accra. But Elmina has a great church and a great auditorium. And Sunday, God willing, this Sunday, they will open that church. God bless you for that apostolic word. God bless you. Um, I do not take the friendship lightly at all. He's been a mentor. He's somebody that has spoken into my life. He's given me a sense of direction. God bless you. You might have zeal, but if you don't have direction, you will just go. Um, and have accidents. So God bless you for the direction that you have given me and God bless you for your hospitality every single time. Um, he says he loves me. I, I love him back times two. Hallelujah. Uh, I love him back times two. Um, I've seen the work that you've done in London. I went to look at it. It was marvelous. The people are growing strong. That's why I know that this is a genuine man of God. Amen. Um, he preached in our church and he preached powerfully. Um, People love you. They want to know when you're going to come back. So um, I have to arrange. Uh, we are drawing the yearly plan, so I need to put you in and see when when you'll come back. Um, from, with permission from uh, Mami, Jessica, anyway. Uh, I know she doesn't want you to leave, but uh, yeah, we also need you there. So uh, maybe you can even come youth camp. Uh, you might not want the youth camp. Uh, the youth camp is it's not too cold. It's not. Yeah, 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 come. 
Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God bless you for coming to church, joining church. You may take your seat in the presence of sorry. Um, so I bring you greetings from my spiritual father and uh, the general overseer, presiding bishop, uh, bishop, Dr. Opon Edujim Fee. And uh, oh, I thought you put your hands together for yeah. that, that great man of God. He's one of the most selfless people I've ever met in my life. And um, he's doing amazing things. He's, when I say selfless, he's selfless in every bit, okay? He's the one that puts the church before his very needs. Um, other people look at what they will do for themselves, but he's somebody that he thinks about the church before any other thing. And um, he's been a great blessing to myself and the whole ICC. And um, I thank God for his life and that of my spiritual mother. That's his wife as well. Um, God bless them. I came with my beautiful wife, um, Ladina Adoko Rosa. Uh, and uh, my son, uh, Nyamete Yosin. Um, I came with them. Uh, oh, you can put your hands together for them. She's a beautiful woman. So. Um, I always say that it's because I have the mic, I, I can see whatever I have to say. Just pray that one day you also have the mic and you also say that your wife is beautiful. Then we'll listen. Okay? Great. So, um, she's been supportive and um, she brought me here during, uh, to this winter, uh, winter season. Hallelujah. Naturally, I'll not be here winter, but she says we should come winter. And God has been good. Her, her plans or her agenda for us to see snow during winter has been has been established yesterday and today. So I think it's been a fulfilling uh, uh, visit. Um, I came here and I just wanted to share a few words with you and uh, we will pray. Hallelujah. I know that you are, you are doing um, a series or so the first week is for um doing fest it's like a fest sunday and you are doing a fest series and um i would like to be part of that first series so that's um i would like us to open our bibles to matthew chapter 6 verse 33 where you took your your theme scripture i'll do that and i'll do philippians 1 10 i'll do philippians 2 and maybe i'll do colossians 1 so Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, he says, For all these things the Gentiles, chapter 6, verse 33, I'll, I'll start from 32. So it says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that, that you need all these things. However, he's saying that, but seek first the kingdom of God and his, and his righteousness. And all things, or all these things, shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow, worry about its own things. He says, do not worry about tomorrow. But tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day, it's its own trouble. And this is Matthew chapter 6, 32 to 34. I read from the New King James. 
Now we go to Philippians chapter 1 verse 10. I'll read the New Living Translation, Philippians chapter 1 verse 10. He says, for I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless life until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation. The righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. New Living Translation. If you read any other version, you might think that I'm reading the wrong thing. So you, if you, if you want to follow, let's just do the New Living Translation. It says, for I want you to understand what really matters. It means that there are some things that do not matter. It means that there are some things that do not really matter. Now, our focus should be on things that matter. If we always walk in a sense whereby we want to do everything and we are involved in everything and we do not focus on what really matters, we will miss the mark. Now, sometimes or most often, the first is the only thing you have to do. First sometimes means all and only. First does not mean there's a second or there's a third. Now, I'll give an example. It says that, and you see, when he looks at Christ and he says that his only begotten son, does it mean that there was a second son or a third son or fourth son, fifth son, sixth son? No. He is the firstborn amongst many brethren, but he says that he is the only begotten son. Now, what it means is that sometimes we might think that we are second sons or we are third sons. We are not. He just needed the first, but we are hidden in the first. We are hidden in Christ. It is the first begotten. He is the one that actually also birthed the other people. So we might not be seen as second bones born out of God. God didn't need to do another second or third or fourth. He just needed to do the first. Then out of the first, the others came. It's the same way as we move on in life. We need to understand that the first might be the only thing we will ever do. Many people want to be spoiled for toys. We have the first, the second, third, and we are confused. And we think that maybe we can do the second at the same time as we are doing first. But no. It's just the first that is important. Once you do the first, the others will follow. When, when Jesus was begotten of the Father, he didn't need to do any work anymore. Because once he gave birth or he begot the first, the first fulfilled his assignment. And once the first fulfilled his assignment, he says that he's at rest and he has no work to do. Because he bore fruit, the first will bear fruit after his own kind. When he fulfills the purpose that he has done, the first will, will continue to do the assignment. And as he does the assignment, he will begot us. Now, as he begot us, we also begot other people because we also show fruits worthy of our salvation. That is why it's just important to do first. If you just focus on the first, you might not need to do the second. But many people think that we, when we finish the first, we will do the second, we will do, no. It is out of the first that the second can come or the other things can come. 
Now, there's this analogy. I was saying that if you have a girlfriend or even you have a wife and you as a wife, your husband tells you that don't worry about all the other girls. You are my first. You see, the first is not important, will not be important to you. You want to be the only. It's the same way with God. When he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, he's not saying that there are other kingdoms that when you finish seeking the first, you can go and follow the, the other kingdoms. And that is what Christianity has lost over the years. We want to seek first the kingdom of God. So, Sunday we will come to church. But when we go back, there's another kingdom, there's another world that we swear allegiance to. And that is what God is against us. I pray that there will be a generation that will only swear allegiance to the first and only. Because God does not want to share a relationship with any other kingdom. There are many of us that gospel will be the first. That will, you know, you go for parties and they will play the gospel first. Then after the gospel, then we realize that we say that we have invited God. After we have invited God, then we go to the songs that we want to listen to, what the flesh wants to listen to. But God is saying that, no, when I say seek ye first the kingdom of God, that's it. It's the first, that's only. There's only one kingdom that he wants us to seek. And not other kingdoms. We cannot, he says, you cannot serve two masters. What he's saying is that it's not because we want to serve God small, then after that we go and chase Mama. No. What he's saying is that when you serve God, that's it. He's enough for you. It's the same way with the analogy with the girlfriend or the wife. When he says that you are my first wife, I want to be the only wife that you ever have. I don't care that I'm the first. It's not important to me. If I am the only, that is important to me. If I am the first and the only, that is what God is calling us to. When he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, he's calling us onto a marriage that is monogamy, not polygamy. What use it, it is if the man tells you that, you know, I love you very much. You are the first. Then after that, he comes to your room. He stays with you one month. Then the second month, he will go because he has finished with you the first. Would you be happy? Would you be excited that you are just the first? No. Because he will move on to the second. He will move on to the third, the fourth, and fifth. Then he will come back to you and say, yes, I still love you. You are still the first. That is not important because you see, it will be a cycle. The time you will finish with the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and he will come back to the first, you would have lost time. It's the same way that Christ is saying that if I am the first, let me be the focus. I want the full attention. I don't want you to seek me first. Then after that, you go and roam, 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 roam. Tire yourself and still come back to me and still say that I am the first. God is looking for a generation whereby we'll be the first and the only. We'll be the first and the only. We have a generation that where we have become spiritual prostitutes. And we play the harlotry. And yes, we want to be treated like queens. It doesn't happen that way. If we want God to think or see us as special, then we, we ought to stop the harlotry. We, we, we need to stop prostituting ourselves. Whereby we, we, we play the hip-hop small, then we cover it up. We come and we lift up our hands to God and we think that it's okay. And we say that, God, you are my first love. It means nothing to God. 
If God is our first love, he should be our only love. I said, if God is our first love, he should be our only love. We cannot say God is our first love. Yes, though we prostitute ourselves and engage and entangle ourselves with the things of this world. God is calling us to a generation whereby we will be soaked and in love with God and God only. It is only the kingdom of God that is ahead of us. There's no other kingdom that we swear allegiance to. Many people swear allegiance to other kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness. Yes, though we come into light just a little when we go into darkness. Then we come into light a little bit when we go into darkness. And yes, though we want to see the brightness of the kingdom of light. And yes, though we complain that God does not love us. We have sought God. You see, you have sought God where? How? How did you see God? See, it will not work if we continue to prostitute ourselves. Because there's no allegiance. You cannot be treated as a queen, not as a princess. You are a harlot, and harlots do not get the price or the, 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 the benefits of queens or wives. No, we cannot. We cannot. So God is calling us to a place. Whereby if Christ or the kingdom of God is our first, if we are seeking the kingdom of God, it should be the only thing that we will ever seek in our life. Because it says that I want you to understand that what which really matters. There are things that do not matter in this life. No, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm telling you today, whether we make money or we do not, whether we leave properties on this earth, physical property, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you today. No. I'm telling you, it's not important. Houses, cars, those those are not a blessing. That is not a mark of whether we have made it in life or not. No. There's just one thing, just one thing. That you stand before the Father and you say, good and faithful servant. That is what really matters. The rest, it is the first and the only thing we need to pursue. Because he says... That you understand what really matters so that you may live a pure and blameless life until the day of Christ's return. It's only Christ's return that we are looking at. That's the first thing. And that should be the only thing we ever pursue. And if that's the only thing we ever pursue on this earth and Christ comes, that's it. We have fulfilled our assignment the day that he will come and he will say good and faith. That, that should be the only thing. The rest, whether we will make it in life, whether we will travel to, we will come here, holidays. It is our own desires. It's our own fleshly desire. It's our own, that's where we want to be. Whether we will be an engineer, it's our desire. That's, where, that's what we want to do. That's not what God wants us to do. It's what we want to do that we feel excited about it. That's what we want to do. But if, if ever we will do anything, if we will ever pursue anything, is to seek the kingdom of God. If we do not seek the kingdom of God, we have failed in this life. We have not done what really matters. So the people came to Jesus and they said that, Jesus, will you, will you, you see, they were talking about the kingdom of Israel. And he says that, would you uh, um, raise up or the, the kingdom again and make it, bring it back to its state and its glory state and all those things. He says that you don't know the times. You see, whilst people were looking at the kingdom of Israel, the physical things, the temple being, being alive again, Israel being a kingdom, a Greek kingdom again. Jesus said those things are not important. What was important to him was to go onto the cross. 
the cross was his assignment. He knows that once he does that, that is it. All the other things, the people will be prosperous. He, he knows it. He says that if the people will, will just believe in him, he knows that the, when it comes to whether, whether Peter will catch many fish or he will not catch many, whether they will be powerful, they will, they will get anointed or not, it's just by him going to the cross. If he goes to the cross, everything will follow from there. If you are able to do the first, that, that, that will be the, that's the only thing you ought to do. You see, there are people that live fulfilled lives and they were taken. He says, and Enoch walked with God. You see, and he was not because he, God, you see, God found, what, what did Enoch do? What did Enoch do? He lived a short life, relatively short life. But it's about doing the first things. He just did the first thing. Elijah did the first thing and the only thing. He may not have built castles. He may not have done these things, but he fulfilled his mandate. Fulfilling mandate is all. That's all. And that should be the first thing that everyone wants to do. Kingdom. If we are not kingdom minded, if we are not kingdom minded and we are worldly minded, we cannot play the two together. No. We cannot have one kingdom in our pocket. Sunday is for God. You know how people say that if it, if it wasn't the fact that it was Sunday, what I would do to you. So if it's Tuesday, what do you do? Would you have slapped him if it was a Tuesday? Hallelujah. Would you have slapped him if it was a Tuesday? Would you have insulted him back if it was a Wednesday? But God is saying that, the scripture is saying that it should be the first and the only thing that we will ever do. It will be the first and the only thing that we will ever do. Let's go to First Kings. I just want to show you something. First Kings 17. First Kings chapter 17. I want to show you something. There's something that struck me as I read it sometime back. And whilst I was meditating, God... Um, Verse 8, let's start from verse 8, First Kings chapter 17, verse 8. He says, then the word of the Lord came to him, that's Elijah. There's a popular one that you know. He says, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there, gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as he was going to get it, as she was going to get it, he, he called to her and said, Please bring to me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. And Elijah said to her, watch this, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. If it was this modern day, if it was this modern day that we, a man of God, he says that he has squeezed the hand and he has taken her food from her first. 
It was just an instruction first. He says, I know you want to eat. I know you want to make it in life. I, I, I know you, you want to drive in big cars. But he says that, do my first. He says, I know you want to achieve. I know that you want to give back to plenty children, do parties, big parties. I know you want to yeah, your name to be edged in the annals, this, this, this. But he says that first, do my own first. He says, do kick. He says, you have small flour. You have oil. Do bread for me first. Yeah, yeah, the sticks, the small one, you want to go and die. You don't worry. You die. I want you to, you, you say you want to die. So I know that's the path you are going. But you do my own first. Why should you do? Because God has directed me to you that. That is how I will be fed. So do my own first. Would have said that Elijah was a wicked person. But you see, this lady understood times and understood things that this is a man of God. Because you see, from her demeanor, the moment somebody, even somebody who is an, a stranger just comes to you and says, give me water. She was just going to get the water. I was going to get water. Give me bread. Then he has to explain to him that this is what I was going to do. But he says, go and do for me first. She didn't grumble. She did it for him first. And we all know the story what happened. There are things that God is requiring from you first. Do my own first. You see, we are in a generation whereby people will tell you, do you. I know you, you hear, do you. And we talk about self-love and all that. I have my own opinions about those things. Because when you stretch it, Jesus said that love your neighbor as yourself. Right? He talked about loving your neighbor as yourself. And he talked about loving others. And Jesus was talking about how we ought to be selfless with our lives. That we ought to even love them more than ourselves. But you see, we have a twisted generation that says that we should exalt ourselves. It's all about selfish desires. You see, if, if Elijah came to this generation, Alpha, and says that, give me bread first, let me eat, we would have refused. You see? We'll put it on Twitter and ask for opinion that this man of God says I should, uh, we are hungry, this is our last meal, we want to eat. This man of God says we should do for him first. And you'll see the comments, what people will say. Yeah, yeah, do you. In 2024, make no grief for anybody. Yeah, do you. They, they will push you to do you. But you see, when you continue to do you and you, you neglect the first things, the first principles, which is in the Bible about talking about loving others. Remember the, the, the story of the Samaritan. He says that people pass, the good Samaritan, people pass by him whilst he was wounded. Even the pastor and the priest, they, they, he says they were going to church. And because they were going to church, they saw it as church was more important than looking after. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had something to do. And they didn't want to do God first. But God is saying that do me first. If you are able to do me first, the other things will follow. Many of times our blessings are blocked because we have never done God first. You see, whenever you do God second, you will not get the same results as if you did God first. I'm telling you. Many of us, we have done God. We have, we have, we have pursued the kingdom. But the way we have pursued the kingdom, it is, not, it is not in line with the principle and the way and the manner that God wants us to pursue the kingdom. 
we have taken God's work and we have done it anyhow and we are expecting the results to be as perfect as he said. Listen, if you are second, it is different. Remember when Esau went second and he says that, isn't there any blessing that you can place upon me? The father said no. See, the father could have placed his hand on him, but it will not be the same as the first. Listen, it will not be the same as the first. There's something about the first. And there's something about the way we pursue the first. If we pursue it passionately, but it's even the second. Listen, imagine that you were the second choice. Listen, imagine that I wanted to marry my wife and I went to a girl, proposed to her. She bounced me or she didn't like me. Then after that, then I'll come to her and say, and you get to know that before I proposed to you, I actually went to somebody and it was because somebody bounced me. That's why I've come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The love is different. Your response to it will be different. It's the same way with the kingdom agenda. If we pursue God as he is the second choice, we have tried everything and there's no working before we come to God. That is where we, 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 we become, we, we are in despair. We are in despair because we have tried everything before we have come to God. No. Let us not be in the, in the habit of trying everything before I feel the mapping, like I've gotten to my wits end. That's why I'm here. No. That should not. You see, from infancy, you should know that it is God and God only. That is the only way that I will prosper. That is the only way I will make it. God and God. When you start that way, there's no way you will go through the problems that other people go through. See, you've heard of bad marriages. It's because people might not have, have, have taken the path that God wants them to take. Whilst God was telling them, was showing them the signs and saying that, pass here, we will go and pass here. You see, God always is merciful. He will always bring you there. But you will meander and go through ways before you will come back to the, where he wanted you to go. So why do you want to go to tributaries and lines before you come to the agenda of God? Why don't you pursue God from the beginning? Why don't you make God first? Why don't you pursue him first? Many people will try all sorts of ways before they remember that there is a God. But I pray that this year, we will make God first. In every aspect of our life. You see, that's the only option we will ever have in our mind. The other, the other place will not be an option. There will not be an option. Like I'm doing party in my house. Then we'll play uh, canal music in my house. Me. Oh. You the DJ, I'll scatter your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can ask them in, in higher grounds. There's a, there's a DJ who didn't like me. Some wedding be. Who had the wedding now there at a church? I'm sitting there. And you see, and everybody was nonchalant about it. I woke up to him. I said, no, you can't play this. I warned him first one. I see now that he went that day. He went to change us. I said, you, I said, if you do that, I would, I would, I would unplug it. So he was there. I was just going to let him beg me. Since he never tried that, that, that music. No, no, it's not possible. It's not possible. That's the only, the only thing I know is the gospel. Nothing else. Nothing else entertains me than the gospel. And nothing should entertain me. Then you say that, oh, some of the beats, you know, is because, no, 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 no. Nothing else should satisfy us apart from the kingdom. If any other things satisfies us, 
then we, are, we have gone astray. We have gone astray. I pray for somebody that you will pursue. You will pursue first. We all know the scripture that after the woman pursued him first. See what followed? He says that the oil and the flour in your jar, it will never run dry till the rains come. I pray for you, I pray for you, that as you pursue God first, may your bounds always be full. May your oil never run dry. Everything that you seek, may God supply. Just according to, he says that, you see, once you seek God, he says, all other things shall be added unto you. I pray for addition, the spirit of addition upon your life. May the spirit of addition come upon your life. It may look like a subtraction now because you are giving to God the first. But I pray for you, I pray for you, that just as something is taken away from you as a sacrifice, may the Lord replenish it in multiple folds for you in the name of Jesus. As you fast, as you pray, as you give, it may look like minus, but I prophesy upon your life. In your 2024, may there be additions and multiplication in the name of Jesus. May you not run the year and say that I am at a loss because the God that I know, there's no one that he owes him anything. May the Lord multiply you in, in hundred folds and in thousand folds. It may look like you are losing now, but I pray for you. I pray for you. As you make God the first, I pray for you, I pray for you, that may he add and multiply things on your houses. May your bounds never run dry. May your bank account never go into red. May you not be in debt. May you have plenty and may you have abundance. May the Lord be gracious to you because you have sacrificed, you have sought, you have sought and you have pursued him in the name of Jesus. I pray that your way shall be straight. You will not meander, but your way shall be straight in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. I pray for you that you will not be a second choice. You will not be a third choice. That as you have put God first, may men please you first in the name of Jesus. I pray. I pray for you that as you have made God first, may your needs be in front of God daily in the name of Jesus. May the Lord. May the Lord make bread abundance in your home. And as the woman did it, it says, the child tried to die. But because he plays the man of God, because he plays the things of God first, life re-entered the house. I pray for your 2024. I pray for your 2024. As you place God first, may life be in your family. Every spirit of death that hovers in your house, we dismiss it in the name of Jesus because you have placed God first. That is what happened to the woman. She placed God first and there was life reintroduced in her life. I pray, I pray. It says, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Ah, every spirit of the thief that comes to your home, may the Lord dismiss him. May the Lord sack him. May the Lord dismiss and may the Lord sack. May life and abundance come into your home. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus.
Let's begin to pray, begin to pray. Receive this word with faith that it will profit you. Mix this word with faith that it will profit you. Dibroski Bahande Balusa Banto Bikadosi Parabodi Kadanda Badusi Kayakandosi Lande Subahabo Riba Kando Sebreko Tabadi Boshi Kadabekandari Bosi Kadabanda Libre Kobadina Banduzi Payado Zibreko Padi Boshi Kadabesuta Handeli Badosi Antari Baba Karabadozi Banda Libre Kobanda Barude Biko Zibantali de Kosa Payakadiso Palande Kaluda Libroski Bodoshi Berebe Kabantari Basikonoboko Mande Libre Kodimande Zobadabako Talibresco Bayande Kabado Bidekose Berebe Kotariboshi Karabaka Mande Zobalibre Subantari Brekobata Libadosi Palibre Kabantari Badosi Kadabresco Bariba Kadibo Bando sibreko banta ribade karabaku sepanta libreko payada kudibresko banda riboshi karabakaba ninde zube kalibreko palibresko banta riboshi karabakarabaka ibanto loboshi karaboshi karabaka. Let this word challenge your thought life this morning. Kado si kadabakabo shabarabakanda riboshi ka. Let it challenge your thought life this morning. Let it challenge your thought life. Some of you, you, you are treating God like you are an economist. You've done skill of preference. You are doing the most, what has the most priority and what has less priority. But the word of God that has been spoken to us has made us understand that when we say seek first the kingdom of God, he should be the chiefest and the only agenda on the card. Change your mindset concerning how you seek God. This is a word that has come to challenge how we prioritize God and challenge the things of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. We receive this word with a heart of meekness, a heart of readiness. We receive this word with a heart of faith, all that it will profit us. We will allow the wonder-working power of the word to challenge our mindset this morning concerning how we seek you and the things of God. We bless God for the life of your servant who has delivered unto him. We said, blessed be the man of God who comes in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Powerful.